0: Not much, you?
1: Not much, man. Can't complain. That was a fantastic interview I had with Kayla. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't like that she mentioned the Bruins have a chance to win the cup, but other than that, that was great. I
0: think that was great. So, right now, we're going to set up things for round two. So far, Out of the people that are left, we have all one seeds. Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Bill Russell, Wayne Gretzky. We have three two seeds. The 98 Yanks, Jack Nicholas, and the Miami Dolphins, the undefeated season. We have one three seed, Serena Williams. We have three four seeds, Kobe Bryant, Roger Federer, and Yogi Berra. 3-5 seeds, Martin Brodor, 1902, oh no, oh no, 1966 Texas Western. We have 1-6 seed, Cristiano Ronaldo. We have all 4-7 seeds, Brewski, Woods, Coach K, and Jeter. 2-8 seeds, Gino Auriemma and Bill Belichick. We have 2-9 seeds, Lawrence Taylor and the Washington Capitals. We have 311 seeds, Jenny Finch, Tim Duncan, Mariano Rivera, 312, Messi Phelps and Biles, 113, Jeff Gordon, 314, 09 Alabama, Inescu in 1927 Yankees. And 115 seed. And that's David Beckham. So that's the first matchup tonight. It, and, the, and the math works out greatly. So we're gonna have all four one seeds go up against the three fourteen and the lonely fifteen seeds. That
1: sounds like that, sound, that sound like
0: a plan. That actually is a very, very great way to So start since I since I started round one matchups, you tell us who's gonna verse who. So again, you got Tom Brady, Jordan, Russell, and Gretzky against on Alabama, Sabrina Unescu, the 1927 Yankees, or David Beckham? Um, I'm
1: going to put Brady against Beckham.
0: That should be a landslide. I'm going to put Neuescu against... You
1: know what, I'm going to put again against the 1927 Yankees.
0: No, UNESCO can only face Jordan, Russell, or Gretzky. Oh,
1: uh, Jordan, Russell, or Gretzky. Okay, I'm going to put UNESCO against Gretzky.
0: Ooh. Okay. Left is okay. Jordan and Russell against Alabama and 1927 Yankees. 1927
1: Yankees against um, Gretzky.
0: No, Gretzky is against UNESCO. Sorry, Gretzky against UNESCO, okay. so I so Bill Russell against, alright right, who's who's the left? Okay, who are you? Once again, 2009 Alabama, 1927 Yankees, or Jordan and Bill Russell. All
1: right, Alabama versus Jordan. Ooh. Okay. All right.
0: That's 1927 Yankees against Bill Russell, Boston, New York. Wow. Why not, right? That's true.
1: Um. Uh, okay. Who do I have left?
0: That's it. That's it. Okay, so there we go. That's the matchup. So it's Tom Brady, David Beckham, Sabrina, UNESCO, Wayne Gretzky, 2009, Alabama against Michael Jordan. And the 1927 Yankees against Bill Russell. So I would assume. Brady. Wayne Gretzky. Jordan and Bill Russell. Actually that last one who knows. You know. Yankee Twitter will go hard for. The Yankees and. So maybe Bill Russell gets eliminated. Who knows. We will see. We will see.
1: Um.
0: That's going to be interesting. I'm excited for that. I'm actually very excited for our guest. Yes. Adopt a minor league. Very, very good cause. You know, last week we had Home Sweet Ballpark, so it's kind of, you know, trend. Try to one thing, then the other. So, it's basically, if you go on the Patreon account, and it's different levels of money you spend. The more money you spend, the more benefits you get. The less money, the less benefits. But it's it's when you do for anything for charity purposes, to be honest, it shouldn't be about what you get. It should just be doing it for charity. Now, is it nice to get something? Sure, but just give, just to give. That's that's why. I, I never understood why David Wills blocked our account. Many, many months ago, David Wills put up a video where people would pay for signed baseballs. So, for some reason, he misunderstood what I said. And I said, people shouldn't pay for the baseballs. They should give just to give. He interpreted it by saying, I'm giving the money to charity. He thought I meant he would pocket the money. And they were just paying for the baseballs. No. David Wells shouldn't have to say, if you give me $20 for this charity, I'll give you a signed baseball. No. Just send the 20 regardless. That's that's what should happen. Why, why, why does it have to be what's in it for me? sometimes it's truly just doing something because it's just the right thing to do i
1: agree and gotta, you know like got got i i agree 1000% so i just uh, it it it's really it's really unfortunate and that you took it the wrong way but I get exactly what you're saying. When, you, when you're doing something, doing something, especially for charity, you shouldn't, be, or not even just charity, just in general, if you're doing something out of the kindness of your heart, you should never expect what's in for me. You're doing this because you choose to, not because you're expecting a reward back. It's like opening the door for someone, or like helping, or helping someone out. You're doing it because of the kindness of your heart, not because you want a big
0: reward out of it, and if you're doing it for that reason, then that's the wrong reason to, honestly, yeah, um, to dad, before we get on our guest, I did a little fantasy today, oh, did you, s- hold on, did you did a, you did a, bit? yes, I did, So, what what was your thoughts? What was your thoughts on my fantasy football team? Not bad. I like it. I like it. I like it.
1: That was a. a, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm very intrigued, actually, that you actually
0: decided to do it. By the way, Patrick Mahomes did not go number one.
1: I'm actually not surprised.
0: Christian McCaffrey went number one.
1: Is this, is
0: this a PPR league? Uh, I, I think head-to-head. Head. If that's the
1: case, then I would definitely put him tackle number one. But, ooh, like, Gurley, I like that. I am not surprised he picked creature
0: defense. Picking Tom Brady, picking to Harry, what a shocker. My, my first pick shock. was Michael Thomas, and before I picked Brady... Kyler Murray was my first quarterback pick. I think I think Murray can run really And you. Before I pick Ronkowski, I wanted to get Kittle, but he he was picked right before I went. Mm-hmm. And then what was your thoughts on the baseball one? I look one, I'm actually intrigued with the baseball one. Mike Trout oh, also didn't go number one. That is a shocker. Who, who went number one? Uh, I don't remember. I, I just know it wasn't Trout. I had the third overall pick. That's why I got Garrett Cole. Of course you got Garrett And that then, bomb. the you reason why bomb. I picked DJ, I wanted Arenado, but he got picked right before me. And then now, originally I wasn't going to say this because I didn't want to get back, but because I'm a man, I'm going to say it. Judge wasn't picked till round four. So round three wow. he was available. And who who did I pick ahead of Judge? You, you
1: picked him, didn't you? You definitely did. Who?
0: I'm not saying his name because his name doesn't deserve to be mentioned. You mean center fielder, the Astros, George Springer? Hell yeah. No, I, I, don't, I don't know who he is.
1: I don't, I, don't, I
0: don't... And then it's funny too. Right before I was about to make my fourth round pick, Judge was available. But some guy picked him right before. Imagine if I would have got those four, my first four picks. That w- that that would have been pretty cool. I hope you lose your league, honestly.
1: I really hope <sighs> you
0: do. <sighs> you know what? Before you put more hate in my heart, we're gonna call our guess because you're such a disrespectful guy. <sighs> you know what? You, what? you know that? what? One day, I hope. I hope you're waiting. F- you're waiting for autograph judge passes you by and the only one that's signing autographs is George Springer and and I hope he asks you for one, not, no, no I mean I hope you ask him for one and I hope he says hell no. It's weird because I don't ask an inanimate an objects for autographs, that's just kinda weird. You're so disrespectful. So, tell us how you started Adopt-A-Minor League. right. so,
1: basically, back in, um, November of last year, my father had been diagnosed with lung cancer. Um, so at that point, um, we had a plan, they were going to do surgery, and it seemed like at, at, um, after the surgery was over, we would be done, I think he would be cancer-free, um, but after the surgery, it happened in late January. Um, they did some tests um, on his lymph nodes, and we found out that my father's cancer had uh, spread. Um, so, right about the first week of February, this is what I found out, and it was hard. It was it was rough uh, for the family, for me, um, and I needed some distraction, kind of kind of a win. Um, so, about that same time in early February, I I saw on Twitter uh, former Twins minor leaguer. Um, Todd Van Steensel, who was an Aussie, who's now, or he was going to be an independent ball, um, but he tweeted out kind of the horror stories of minor league baseball. Uh, Just kind of the the pay, you know, like sometimes these guys are at six, seven in a room. I mean, just any way to to, to cheapen um, what they have to pay for because they don't make much money. Um, And. It just kind of opened my eyes, and so you know I reached out to him. I said, "Hey, you know, Todd, is there anything I could do? Can I, you know, send you a little bit, like a Venmo, you know, twenty, thirty bucks, just you know, to help out for whatever, give you something?" Um, and he's like, "Yeah, sure." And after that, you know, it felt good. So you know, I asked him again, like, oh, "Do you have any guys that are still on the Twins? That you know, your buddies, maybe a couple guys that I could do the same with?" And then you know, from there, I, you know, I'm like, "Man, this felt really good." And, I might not be the only person who, A, doesn't know what these guys are going through, but B, you know, want, wants to do something else, so I made a new Twitter handle, um, and, you know, we started from there. So, by the way, this is James, the other half of the sports news. Um, so, how have you been able, what have you been able to sell, a um, few things you have to tell, but what other charity um, organizations have you guys worked with? With all the things you've been selling, like cards and whatnot. Well, we've been we've been working with like more than baseball dot, uh, dot org. Um, they were kind of the ones that took us under um, their wing at first um, to kind of get us you know started, and they're very like minded with us, like they wanted to help minor leaguers too. Um, and then you know to, to be honest, like yeah, selling some of these cards, and, and so we're trying to build our player our uh, general player fund because not only do we set people up, set these minor leaguers up with, with kind of spam sponsors who help them throughout the season, we have a player fund uh, to help maybe a little bit extra, you know, those guys that maybe the, the player sponsors alone can't do, so we give them a little extra help, which we're actually doing our first round of, of player grants. Um, we just... Send out the Twitter message, and we're, we're accepting applications to start those.
0: Nice. I just saw, so far, you sponsored 517 minor leaguers. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's 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 amazing what, what has happened, you know, from, from the day that I, I reached out to Todd, you know, him being the first one, to, to now I'm running a, a, you know, a nonprofit organization, and we've, we've reached out and helped. You know, over 500 guys, it's it's crazy to think of, you know, if you'd have told me that after I reached out to Todd, I thought, hey, you're crazy because when I started this, it, there was no thought in my mind that, that like, hey, I want to make this a company, and an organization, you know, this nonprofit either. I just wanted to help a guy out, you know, and and, and feel good. And the fact that it's grown this much, is, it's just amazing. So well, so now you, you've been able to work with all these other I mean, organizations, and have you been able to work incorporate um other um not just baseball but other um other leagues or anything would help with minor league but like other like say different leagues that are not just affiliated with baseball to help the guys with your cause? Um, at this point, you know, it's just because we're still in our you know basically our infancy, we, we started in. I started in February, and we really became, you know, something in, in late March and early April. Uh, no, we're still kind of with, you know, the baseball people, um, you know, anything affiliated with baseball. It'd be nice, you know, to branch out, but, I mean, I think at this point, you know, strictly those those that are focused on baseball is, is kind of our, our, you know, where our biggest focus is right now. And, that, you know, that whoever who really wants to help out is more baseball people. I agree. Um... Also, um, I see that uh, I see that some of the um, look look at the website and look at all the sponsors. Were you were, were you like overwhelmed with these businesses affiliated with baseball that wanted to help help you guys out? Well, it's, it's technically it's it's more of the fans. Like these, these sponsors, these are these aren't corporate sponsors, these are fans. These are people normal, these are average people just wanting to help out and, and kind of you know, like, adopt a player, you know, sponsor a player. So when, when we talk about sponsors and stuff, like, corporate, like, sponsorship, you know, down the road for, for like, you know, like, donations and stuff would be amazing. But right now, I mean, that's what we do. We set up just your regular average fan, set them up with a minor leaguer, you know, usually of the team of their choice. And, and you know, it just becomes that one-on-one friendship bond, you know, like, you know, where you're almost, you know, you sponsor, you adopt that player and, and you just kind of help them out and, and, and really take a little bit of a, of a load off of their mind for, for the season so they can focus on just baseball instead of, well, okay, how am I going to afford, you know, to, to get groceries because, you know, I had to pay, take all my minor league pay and, and pay rent and, and blah, 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 you know what I mean? So it's, it's this, you know, it's these kind, average fans that are just reaching out and helping oh that is fantastic and um, what I gotta say is like since the fans have been really driven uh, I'm sure if it wasn't for the fans it, you wouldn't, they wouldn't be where you guys wouldn't be as successful as you would now so is there any other things you guys are looking to sell or anything that you guys have for, that you have in future projects? Well, we are we are looking at. Um, I think right now we are talking with and uh, working with. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Blake Jameson. Um, he is one of the top's 2020 project artists. Um, we are, you know, in talks with him about um, him doing the fundraiser um, with us. Um, we also, you know, have. Um, I, I, some fans that are getting together from the from kind of the hobby community, the cards and, and hobby community, they're getting together um, on their own and they're, they're talking with me about, you know, doing a, another fundraiser you know, selling, uh, donating cards and selling those, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it, it's just kind of working with people and getting donations in, whether it's, you know, maybe some merchandise like, like uh, you know, cards and, and autographs and that kind of stuff, you know, and, and selling that off to to go to our player fund or just making donations, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're kind of got a couple things going, and, and, you know, we're just always looking for, for more ways to, 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 to get more donations so we can help more guys out. Now, also, um, I've also, I've noticed, like, um, we're in the, well, obviously, we know we're in a pandemic, and obviously, yes. um, people have lost a lot of jobs, and kids has and people have, unfortunately, died. Um, has, um, have you guys had anything to help, um, just to try to put a smile on people's faces during these tough times? Well, yeah, you know, and it, it's, it, you know, like, um, I, I know that there was, um, one of our, one of our kind of, Loyal fans. Um, I won't say he's, he's an Oakland fan. Um, he wasn't a sponsor, but I, you know, I know he is very. He was very active and, and kind of retweeting us and helping us. He's, and there's a pretty big Oakland A following that we have, and I know his. Um, he had a, one of his um, his kids. Both birthdays were pretty close together, and during the pandemic, they were supposed to throw out the first pitch at like an early you know A's game, and they didn't get to do it. So what I did was I, I reached out to some of the other A's fans, and we raised enough money to get uh, Jesus Lizardo uh, from the A's to do you know one of those cameos. We hired a kid, him to do a cameo to wish them a happy birthday and, and to stay to stay safe and stay strong to put smiles on their faces yeah, and we do you know things like that every once in a while because we do appreciate the fans out there because as you said if it wasn't for the fans we'd be nothing because that that's all of what we are today is because of, of the, the just the regular people out there that are helping us with, with sponsorships they're helping us you know just get the word out and, and really being kind of championing us um, so it's really nice to kind of get back. Now also too, um, obviously minor league baseball unfortunately has been cancelled this year due to the pandemic. Um, has this hurt business for you guys since the season has been cancelled? You know, it, it kind of it kind of works both ways. It it, it would you know, you think it might hurt just because, you know, they're they're not playing and stuff, but then, you know, you've got um, an increase in in people who are increasing players that you know what they would be even making something right now and up until recently they were you know, some of them just got you know they aren't getting paid anymore by the clubs because some clubs are, are stopping their payment now and and it's hard for them to get unemployment because they're technically in on contract with you know with the clubs um so there's been some players that still you need help and then you know even with uh, you know the I mean obviously there are some people who want to sponsor a player who's playing right now because it's fun to kind of keep track and see how they're doing and and hey if you can sponsor a guy that's you know you know playing in your hometown you know like maybe whoever you know is like Cedar Rapids, if you live in Cedar Rapids, you're, you're supporting a twin who's actually playing there. You know, there's something like that. It's fun to go, you know, root, and, root for them. So it kind of works both ways. We've got an increase, and, you know, maybe we did have a little de- decrease from, from before, but I, I still think we're going strong.
0: See, the one thing I don't understand is each team, if the owner were to sell right now, could get at least $1.5 billion, at least. Why can't they pay each minor leaguer four hundred dollars? It's you
1: you are asking the, the the question that that everybody's asking but nobody wants to answer. It it, it, it basically it, it really is. It's it's a question that a lot of us are asking. I you know, I, I've seen it a lot and, and the owners don't you know, don't they don't want to answer the question, but but it is. Why don't you want to invest in your future? Why is it that you treat the, these young guys that, you know, uh, that are your future of your team, you know, as bad as you do? You know, uh, you would think that you would want to invest in these guys, and, and then they don't. And, it's, and I, you know, I was thinking about it when I first started this. It's, it's like if it, in the major leagues, you know, $5 million is chump change in the major leagues. You know, I mean, teams are sometimes throwing away $5 million. It, $5 million throughout their system? Split up between all their minor leaguers they could probably pay them enough for those those six months that they're they're with you know their teams. They could pay them enough for like a living wage, and, and they they'd be fine. But they don't do it, and it, and it's just it amazes me. You know, you you keep hearing about like Mookie Betts, you know, just got three hundred eighty million over you know like twelve to thirteen years, and Trout's getting almost four hundred million, you know, and you know they're spending top heavy on these these major league guys, but. They can't even invest a couple million in their in their future, and, and we don't get it. But that's that's why we're here. Unfortunately, you know, that's why we're here.
0: But you know, we're trying to make the best of it. Plus, what sucks wow. is too wow. that the Oakland A's owner he wa- he walked it back, but he originally wanted to take a hundred less. So instead of $400, four hundred, three hundred. But why? Yes. Right now, you just mentioned Luzardo. He is probably one of their top prospects. All of these guys, they could be a Jeter. They could be a Bregman. They could be the key to your team's success. And, of course, there also is the, the minor league manipulation, like Chris Bryant had that happen, and George Springer. The minimum is like 500 something thousand dollars in the majors, that's nothing. So imagine if you're only getting twelve hundred dollars, sixteen hundred dollars, to to sit on a bus for for ten hours a day. That's awful. Right. right. It's 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 ridiculous. You know they broke it down. It's you know they don't get
1: paid for spring training, which I never knew going into February. I I, I had no idea. These wow. guys don't get paid for they don't get paid for spring training. They get room and board, and they get a they get a crappy um, lunch bag. You know, lunch that looks like my daughter's fourth grade bag lunch. I mean, it's it's pretty sad. It, it's it's one of those things. And and you know, so the first you know like month or two, they don't get anything. And then you know, if they make the roster and you know they are on the minor league teams, they get I believe it's for you know you include the two months they don't get paid anything. They're gonna get paid. I think what is it like? Uh, like seven thousand for six months, seven to eleven thousand for six months. It's ridiculous. And if you can't find these guys a uh, host family, which I hear a lot of minor league teams and our major league teams and then minor league teams don't like push like their them information for so they're on their own for it. If they don't find like. You know, like those uh, host families, they have to pay rent and, and they have almost nothing left, and it, and it's kind of ridiculous. So you're you're right. I mean, there maybe there's a less chance you're going to have a Jeter, a Bregman, you know, whatever um, in these in these lower prospects that you know didn't get a big signing bonus. But if you, you literally you could find the diamond in the rough that maybe would have it's going to quit now because he can't afford to stay in minor league baseball. Because you just can't afford it. Now, if you paid him a living wage, you know that guy who was about to quit sticks it through because he can afford it. And guess what? You got you got that guy. You never know what's going to happen. So maybe you, you're going to have a guy who, will, with with money, you know, could be the next cheater. But because he couldn't afford it, he had to quit. You just don't know. Now, hopefully, and. The, the, the MLB CBA is going to expire at the end of the 2021 season. And one big thing, we're just talking about minor leagues getting a bump, but maybe it's not just minor leagues that are affiliated with MLB teams, but what about minor leagues that are in different leagues that could have a chance to make a minor league roster? And I heard that Manfred wants to cut up to 40, about 40 teams. Um, how does that affect... Your business, and more importantly, how would that affect the future of baseball if Manfred decides to cut 40 teams? 40 man. It it, it it just it leaves a whole lot of guys that are gonna are gonna lead baseball. You mean you, you think about it this way? You, you think think about it. If you cut 40 teams and you have what 20 something, you know per team, you know you've got a, a bunch of guys out there who are now you know major maybe like more like minor league talent are going to drop more into the independent leagues. And those guys that are now in the independent leagues that maybe weren't on the minor league, maybe are, they're looking for a chance to sign in the minor league teams, those guys are gonna have no shot at all because the talent is gonna start dropping from the minor leagues to the independent leagues and then those guys who usually would make it to the independent leagues and have a shot at maybe getting signed and getting getting out there are gonna have no shot. And it's, and it's just it's a, it's, a, it's a sad domino effect. And it's and it's ridiculous that they're they're kind of pulling that, but for you know after watching the negotiations with you know the the major leaguers and Manfred and the owners, I'm not I'm not shocked. Now here's one thing that I'm curious about. Now obviously for you, you're doing such a great thing especially for your, your mission goal. Um, I want to talk about, honestly, it starts with your love of baseball. The only way you can do it is if you actually love the game. So take us through what, before you even get to what you're doing, how did you fall in love with the game in the first place? Uh, well, I grew up, I grew up. Uh, you know, a Twins fan, a guy that, you know, like I would have, uh, uh, Father was in the navy, so I, I grew up all over the, uh, you know, in the United States and in the world. Um, but my my family's from Minnesota, and we were always twin fans. So when we had the opportunity during summers to come and visit my grandparents, you know, we'd shoot up to a game. Um, and you know, I, I fell in love with the game. I fell in love with the team. And you know, and in my early years when I was. You know, seven and eighty-seven and eleven and ninety-one. They won a couple World Series. You know, so it just fueled that. And and ever since, I've been you know totally into the game. i I've, now I have two kids of my own, and I've, I've taken them to a game. And you know, I've taken my father, who you you know was you know my grandpa and my dad took me as a kid. Now I took my my dad and my kids. You know, to a game. It's just it becomes a, a family tradition. Um, and it's something that, you know, It just, yeah, it's, it's fueled, fueled from since I was a little kid, so. That is awesome. And honestly, that, that is a sensational story. And baseball, one thing I love about baseball is it's, it's one of those sports where it's a family sport. You look at all the different sports like, you know, football and basketball. It doesn't have that same camaraderie as, like, baseball does. And that's what people can fall in love with the game. And obviously... We grew up in Minnesota. Sort of Twins fan, and obviously from, from the early days, they have been successful. Um, now it's been kind of like a interest. Um, uh, it, it, it's been okay. I mean, unfortunately, you guys run to the Yankees every year, and every time you guys run to the Yankees. Yeah, welcome, you guys. So. I, I I knew this was coming. Yeah, no, it, you're right. It's, it's 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 the whole who's your daddy, and yeah, it 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 basically it all started, and I believe it was 2006 when and when we had the chance to you know to take take. I think it was division series. We had the first game, locked. we won that one, and we were up in the second game, and we blew it in the ninth or something like that, and then we lost the next couple. I mean, we, we had everything. We had the, I think it was Morno was the MVP. We had Maurer, the batting champ. We had Johan, the Cy young winner. Um, we had an up-and-coming guy named uh, Francisco Liriano, who was as good as Santana or better in the second half of the season when he got called up, and if it wasn't for his, his elbow and his Tommy John, Surgery that year, um, going into the playoffs. So I, I, I really feel we could have won that World Series with basically two number ones going into the playoffs. But you're right. It, since that that series, it has been nothing. It's we have not won one single playoff game against the Yankees in four or five straight series. I think it is something like a, an awful like 12 or 13 straight postseason games. We haven't beat the Yankees once, and I, I'm tired of it. I know a lot of Twins fans are tired of it. Um, I think at this point, it's. I think they interviewed a, a former twin um, who was there for, like, the late 2000s, and, and he says, you know what, honestly, because yes, the pinstripes scare you. you. You know, you get to Yankee Stadium, and if there's something about the pinstripes and Yankee Stadium, that, that gets in your head. And to be honest, you need – to beat the Yankees, you need the alpha dogs. You don't need guys that, you know, are very timid. You need some alpha dogs that, that don't care. And I think, you know, it, it's, it's time to get some alpha dogs on the team Um, and, and really, you know, get some guys that just, you know, hey, it's just another team and another stadium and we can win. So, yeah, (laughs) I totally understand it.
0: Which stadium did you like better, the Metro Dome or Target Field?
1: Oh man, I love Target Field. I mean, there was some fun little things about the Dome, I mean the fact that you can go to you can you were guaranteed to see a game i mean you knew there wasn't gonna be any rain outs there wasn't it was always comfortable you know you weren't because i think the first game i took my kids to was a bobblehead game and it was 100 degrees so i mean it was nasty out target field so i mean metrodome you're comfortable um and it's had some fun things but i target field is beautiful it is the the city the the sights are gorgeous out there. You know, on a nice day, it's it's a great atmosphere and, and it's a great stadium. So, I mean, like I said, I, I do miss the dome a little bit, but Perry Field is just it's beautiful. Uh, now, Here's my here's my qu- here's, here's my question. Um, obviously, as a as a life you're a lifelong Twins fan. Um. Do you do you hope that the Yankees get the get the best record in in baseball? So you don't have to deal with the Yankees until at least the ALCF? I I actually hope they get knocked out before we have to get you know, get through them. But if we do have to face them, you know, it would be kinda nice to get some momentum first, you know, instead of having to face them first again. Um, You know, it, it almost was like, get a series under your belt, win, get that confidence. That way, you know, maybe it changes things up a little bit. Because I do think that if they run into them the first series of a playoff, you know, a series again, you know, it just becomes the same old thing. And even if the players were on, if none of the players were on the same team as the one that last lost the Yankees, you have reporters, you know, reminding you every two minutes of like the week before the game starts. You know, oh, well, what about the Twins? You know, Owen, whatever record. And what do you, How do you feel about that? And you know, it, they're going to remind and they're going to put it in their own heads. So yeah, I would, I would just like to maybe get a series under our belt before we have to face it again. <laughs> That's fair. Um, also, um, here's the thing, and this is probably be a little bit different. So obviously. Tomorrow's going to be opening day, and baseball's probably going to return. Obviously, unfortunately, not minor leaguers, but we know that there's going to be a lot of players that are going to be doing a lot of social movements, especially with Black Lives Matter and all different social justice that's going on the world. So my question is, has there, have you guys have anything selling for anything with minor leaguers wanting a do something that involves something with social justice? We, uh, we are actually, with our, our grants, we are doing, we're doing three grants, um, and one, uh, two of the three grants are specifically towards um, groups of people who, who usually do not have the upper hand in, in you know, in life and in, in, in social justice, um, I am going to be responsible. Um, my grants, personally, is going to be going to an African-American player. Um, um, my other board member, um, Mariana Guzman, and we're going to focus, she's going to focus on a Latin player. Um, and then our third grant is going to go to whoever just in general needs it. But we are focused on, on specific um, players who may have come from a background of, of, of the community that that got left behind, or that got you know that that got the the raw end of the deal, and and you know we want to help, and we want to do that. So we definitely want to be on that side, you know, of of really trying to equal out, um, you know, and, and make everything fair, so um, for sure, and, and uh, you know, I, I believe, you know, if you want to kneel, that is that is your right, if you don't want to kneel, you know, that's your right too, but I'm, I'm not going to be offended by anybody who kneels, because that is their right, and they're, they're you know, uh, making a statement, that a statement that really needs to be heard, especially nowadays,
0: so. So, a couple of really good Twins players throughout their career Right, you have Rod Carew, Harmon Killebrew, Joe Mauer, Kirby Puckett, Burt Bert, Bert Blylevin, Frank Viola, and we'll add Eddie Gordardo. How would you, how would you rank those players? Oh, well, I, I got to tell you,
1: um, I, I always gotta rank Kirby first, just because. Kirby Puckett was, was my idol, was my hero, growing up. That was like that was my guy. Uh, I, it was funny that I found out later in my life, like uh, my uh, Kirby's uh, major league debut was on my fourth birthday. I was I was for May May eighth, nineteen eighty four, and Puckett had four hits. So I always say that you know he had he had a hit for every year I was born. <laughs> so it was almost like a happy birthday. Uh, but no, it's just he was he was my hero growing up. Um, I would say. I would say Kilabrew was number two, and that was my, my dad's all-time favorite. Um, I'd say Kilabrew two. I would I would say that I would say Carew is probably three. Um, I would say that Carew um, being three, I'd say Mauer is probably four. Um, I know he gets a lot of guff because of, of the lack of home runs, especially laden in the in the big big money. But you know he was he per catcher. We had some some numbers put up that you know no other catcher did, and it, and it's crazy, um, especially for his height. I mean, most catchers were you know five eight, five nine, you know, and he's six three, six four behind the plate. It's, it's amazing um, how his knees didn't fall off, you know, halfway through. Um, but after that, it, it's you know it just kind of becomes hard. It's you know it's Cotton, Blylevin, and and you know my personal you know like Morneau. I thought it's Morneau, never got that concussion. Oof, you know he he could have been a, a pretty good player. Um, so uh, I would say, yeah, I would
0: definitely say Puckett uh first, Killabrew, and then and then Crew. Gotcha. Uh, and and another guy that was on here that was a pretty good pl- player was a uh, Brad Radke. You know, Racky was, was, he was uh,
1: underappreciated because he was he yeah. was kind of there right before it, it all came about in 2002. So it was like 2000, 2001. You know, he was kind of that steady number two-ish coming number three guy. Um, you know, and he was, he was definitely a good fit, especially when Santana became that Cy Young guy. He was a nice number two to have. Uh, but he was definitely kind of a steady guy. It was just always with it was, it was If he could limit how many runs he gave up in, like, the first inning, he was golden. Because he always seemed to give up most of his runs within that first inning or two and then settle down for the rest of the game. So if he if he could only give up one, he was good. If he gave up four or five, well, you know, that's it's a different good. story. Um, how did it feel when, when Joe Miley retired? You know, it was it was sad to see. I mean, you knew, you knew it was coming, but it, it was sad to see. But it was really nice to to, to have him kind of catch his last game, and go behind the plate for an inning. To kind of you know, because that's where you know Joe was. Joe was was behind the plate, and and. So, um, but, and it, and it kind of, you know, does it, is it kind of unfair that he didn't really get to, you know, do see much of playoffs until after, you know, he retired? Yeah, but, you know, it's, it, it was just nice that he got the nice send-off that he did.
0: So, were you there for the 2014 All-Star game? I could not get in.
1: I, I it was a lot of money and and I couldn't justify it to the wife of uh, paying that much to get, get into a uh, Twins game, so
0: I couldn't quite get into the All Star game. I, I mean, please, it's just it's just, it's just one game. That's all. I mean, that's exactly what I heard. It's
1: like, what is so special about this game? And it's like for you to be paying that much and you know, so it, it was really hard pressed. Uh, and then you know, it's really hard to find any. Get the, you get all of the normal tickets and what you end up paying for is the ones that are are three, four, five,
0: you know, ten times as much and it becomes, you know what, I'll just watch it at home. Did you go to Fan Fest? Oh, yeah. The Twin fest,
1: Yeah, I do go. It's it's, it's kind of... That's the biggest reason I missed the Metrodome because when it came to the Metrodome, once you got into the place, it was, you know, with a nice big dome area where, you know, you're never in the cold, you're nice and comfortable for the whole time, but in Target Field, you know, there's only certain areas that are closed off. And this is in the uh, middle of, you know, Minnesota weather. So you've got, you know, maybe ten degrees out there and so you <laughs> so you're freezing and then, you know, you may get into a certain area but then you have to transition to another and it just it's cold. Obviously Minnesota to me it's not really baseball it's hockey time it's the state of hockey when you think minnesota you think about hockey um how has baseball evolved in minnesota obviously before the minnesota award they had a minnesota north stars and they moved to dallas then you you've got a new team called minnesota wild but i know minnesota is passionate about hockey um how has, how has baseball been in this tennis in the, in the, in the um, state of minnesota Man, we 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 are we are just as passionate as anybody else. Yeah, just because, and, and you know, it's not like New York has that much better weather than we do. So it's not like you guys are out there in, in January hitting the ball around like they are in Florida and Texas. But it's, it's something that you know. It, it's it, yes, we got the we got the Twins in '65, and and so obviously it's a little bit later than some other people did. But you know, it, it's it's a proud tradition in our area. If, if, if anything, if Twins are probably. Number two in the state behind the Vikings, you know, like kind of football. I know hockey is supposed to be really big, and it is all around the state. But when it comes to the pro teams, because maybe the Wild aren't as successful, it's, it's kind of I feel like it's it's football first, and then the Twins if, if they're if they're you know, doing well. They they can get all the way to second, maybe first. So it, it, it's actually better than you think. Um, and we also have you know the Saint Paul Saints, which is a, you know it's an independent league team. But it's actually you know it's a pretty fun game, and it's, it's a beautiful stadium that they have too now. And um, I mean, it's I even I didn't even know that they actually have like summer ball up here too. Uh, one of my one of my, the minor leaguers that I got sponsored, we actually played his summer ball up in Minnesota. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. I had never- heard of that before. Um, I always thought it was, you know, like Massachusetts or in the, you know, like wherever uh, the, the um, whatever the uh, Cape Cod League is and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, you always think of those places. But yeah, they've got some summer ball in Minnesota. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big time tradition. It's a big time thing up here. Um, and especially now that the Twins, you know, won 100 games last year and, and you know, they brought
0: in Josh Donaldson. Baseball is, is back and it's, and it's, and it's huge. Um, obviously the Timberwolves have Carl Anthony Towns, but many, many years ago, they had a big dog in Kevin Garnett. What was it like to see a player at that level just want to leave and go to another team? It, you know, it, it becomes one of, those, one of those things where
1: that that is the, uh, a big part of Minnesota uh, fandom is that is that fear of, of being left? It's almost like you know having somebody who's been has been kind of um, hurt by by, uh, by uh, an ex girlfriend or whatever, and now they're afraid that new girlfriend's going to leave you. That's exactly how Minnesota fandom is. Every time you know somebody somebody gets big in in the Minnesota market, especially with like the Timberwolves and stuff, they feel like, well, okay, they're going to want to leave us now, and and it's just, it's like that, and and I got to be honest, I don't, I don't um, see, uh, you know, I don't see it as being Kevin Garnett's fault when he left, Um, I think, you know, at at the point, you know, management really um, didn't do enough to put everybody around him um, by the end. and so I, and, you know, and they had to do something to get something. So, the, you know, they, they traded him away, and, and, and we just didn't have great management making good decisions back then. But um, with Carl and Anthony Towns, I think this, this group is different. I think they're going to do everything they can to, to you know get him to want to stay. Now, do I feel that Towns is Garnett? No. Because. As I said with the, with the twins and an alpha dog, the same thing here. I don't think Towns is an alpha dog. Uh, Towns, yeah. Towns is a good player, but he Towns is a is a like a, 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 like the number two, like the side guy. You know, you need that alpha dog number one. But you need, you know, like kind of like Jimmy Butler is when he got here. It's set for being so volatile you can't work with other people. <laughs> so, you know, you need that number one to take in towns and really, you know, raise his game. So if, if maybe they with DeAngelo, what is it, DeAngelo Russell or I think it is DeAngelo Scott. Yep. And, yeah. then, and then maybe if they're talking about trying to get Booker. I think Devin Booker. Um, they're trying to get maybe to someday get him. And now if they need to, you know, put those three together, you know, sure. Um, but yes, I mean, it, it's just one of those things. Like you been starred by an ex-girlfriend. Minnesota fans are always thinking
0: somebody's gonna lead them. And uh, yeah, so. And then very, you, uh, you also very, had very like that. you also had Kevin Love too, another big guy. What was your thoughts when he left?
1: I think at the end of his run, I, I just think it was, I think everybody, you know, he rubbed everybody the wrong way. I mean, I think he broke in his hand or something and he said he was doing it because he was doing bare kn- or knuckle push-ups or something. You know, I think he was straight up lying about his injury. Like, I think people were just tired of him. Um, I I think Love was a nice guy. Love was, you know, he put up some numbers, but I think as you could see when he went to LeBron, and you know, yes, they won championships, but he was never a, a number one guy. I think he was just putting up a lot of numbers because he was on a bad team. So I mean, he was not somebody I was really missing when he left. Um, so you know, and I think a lot of people felt that way. It just he ended up leaving, and he, he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way before he left. One last question. Um, First off, I'm in New Jersey. My buddy's in New York. So yes, the Northeast does suck during the winter. I can confirm. That's why I go down south during the winter. Um, secondly, um, last question and um, sticking with the theme of Minnesota, um, mom, you, you guys have a real, you guys have a really nice young squad, especially with um, Miguel Sano And you guys have a but really, my thing with Minnesota is. It's, I don't know if Minnesota is good enough to win the Central because the, the Indians and the White Sox are, are really good. What do you think? What, do you, think, what do you think? Minnesota's chances are of winning the AL Central? I, uh, you know what? though? way it's funny because I think they have the exact same squad back, at least you know, in their lineup wise as they did last year. Um, with with you add Josh Donaldson, I mean. When they got rid of you know Cron or Cron or Cron I think it is and and you know they got rid of a couple guys that you know they, they hit well in the first month or two um, and then they left but I mean and then they kind of died out at the end but they have got a lot of good hitters uh, that lineup is probably the second best lineup in baseball where, you know besides the Yankees to be honest I mean and and we look back who had the most home runs we did by one <laughs> I mean you know we we're gonna we're gonna hit home. Runs. We're going to score runs. It's all up to our pitching now. We have, we have Berrios is, is is a good is a good pitcher. I do. I think he's a number one, more like a number two. Um, older Rizzi, you know, he pitched a lot of times like he was a number one, maybe a number two. But, you know, you've got Rich Hill that, that you know, is actually still pitching well. And we're going to come into the season without him for the first couple of months. Well, guess what? <laughs> there wasn't the first couple of months. Now he's coming back healthy. And then, you know, we end up picking up um, – it was we we, had, we ended up having those three solid guys. But there's a couple guys that are that are you know on the fringe of, of really staying up with the with the, the ball club like Lewis Thorpe and and, and or stuff that can feel it. Now am I really impressed with Homer Bailey? Not really. But do I think Homer Bailey's just holding a spot until um you know somebody else comes in? You know I, I do, but I, I honestly still feel like with that we're going to we have a great bullpen. We're going to win the Central. You know, I think the, I like the, um, the young squad of the White Sox. And, and do I think they're going to win it this year? No. Um, I think they're still too young. Maybe because it's a shortened season, they, they, something happens and they catch fire, and, you know, and, and somehow that, that works. But I don't see it. Um, I see it taking a couple uh, more years. And with the Indians, I honestly think I see them going down. I see them going down because they're not going to want to pay Lindor after this year or next year. Um, he's going to probably want to leave, and, and I just feel like – I don't feel like they're going to win it. They actually had better people last year, and then we beat them by eight games into it. So I honestly think we're going to win the division, and I think maybe the White Sox will end up overtaking the Indians for second place. Oh, cool. Um, we're going to end this with rapid fire, my man. I'm, I'm just going to ask you, Randall Cromwell. You're going to a gamble. Okay. Uh, who do you think is the best uh, for a successful season? Okay, you're going to have to repeat that because you were breaking up. I said, who do you think is the Twins' um, that he has an X factor for a successful season? Berrios. Yeah. If he can be a number one, like like he has the talent to be, it could take this yeah, team far. Yeah. Who's your current favorite player on the Twins? Mitch Garter. Who do you think wins the World Series this year? I wanna say my twins, but I wanna but I really think that, that it's the Dodgers to lose. Oh uh, okay, okay. Does Mookie Betts live up to that contract? <laughs> nobody lives up to that contract. Now, will he make it the first six or seven years good? Yes. But nobody will live up to a 13-year contract. I don't think nobody ever has. So you just take what you get for that hopefully first six, seven, eight years, and hopefully it's worth it. Who's your favorite minor leaguer on your twins? Ooh. Um, wow. That one is, is hard. Um, I wanted to say... Personally, um, it just because I, I, I've talked with him through our program, I want to say Edwar um, Edwar Colina. He's a he's a right-handed pitcher. Um, he's a really nice guy, um, and he's just he's a fireballer. Two more. Um, do if the Dodgers get upset by the Yankees, would it be a big would it be a bigger disappointment for the Dodgers, or a great or would it be a greater championship for the Yankees? I would say a greater championship for the Yankees. I think if you lose to the Yankees in the World Series, I don't think that's a, a, a slap to the face. I think that that would be a good, a great accomplishment. Last question. I know 2020 is funky, and this is a weird year. Um, do you see the Twins at least getting to the, to the ALCS? And by ALCS, assuming the Yankees are the best record in the American League, and they knock off the Houston Nationals, could you see the Twins doing the unthinkable? Yes, I could. I could. Be, I, I really do think they, they have a shot this year. Um, I think with that lineup, it's, it's and the bullpen is great, if that starting pitching could just pick it up a little bit, I really do. That has been rapid fire, my man. And as always, thank you so much for coming on, and thank you for all the good work that you're doing, man. Thank you
0: for having me on, and thank you for helping me spread the word. No problem. No problem. Take care, Michael. Take care. Thanks, guys. Wow, <laughs> Twins beating the Astros. That's a. I,
1: I gotta say, that's a that is a strong take. But hey, what? Right. Hey, you know what? I, I hear they're they're looking to to actually expand the playoffs already. They they're talking about it within the next the next day. They have to uh, the yeah, players and the and the owners are actually talking about expanding it. So you never know; it it could happen. I mean, and and hell, you you could have the White Sox still in the in the playoffs because of the expanded you know rosters. And anything could happen. You know, teams can get hot, and and the team that wasn't supposed to be in there can can knock out somebody who you know who should be. So hey, uh, you don't know sixty games. This is scary because you know over one hundred sixty two games. The, the, the best teams will always, you know, make it through. Um, you know, oh, there's always bad teams that will have all maybe a hot start and then fizzle out at the end of the season. Well, there is no long season. So who's to say the, the one team that you – like the Marlins or, or, you know, whoever can have this weird run of 30-some games and they're going to make the playoffs? I'm not for it, man. I'm not for it. I, I, <laughs> it I know I'm it. Not it. Right? I hope it doesn't either. But it, it, and it's some baseball for me was better than nothing. Well, as always, Mike, again, uh, this episode is going to be up in, um, in a few minutes. And we're definitely going to spread the world. Adopt a minor leaguer.com. Today i have all great stuff, man. And as always, thank you again for coming on. I'm glad we're able to spread the word and continue the great work, my man. And good luck to your twins. Though hopefully they do well, but not against the Yankees. <laughs> right, right, well thanks gentlemen I appreciate it and and, and you know what I, I at this point you know what I hope, I hope we don't see each other I hope, I hope somebody else knocks you off and we get through you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but in that case then I'll always have to hear you. you didn't beat the Yankees so we may
0: have to go through you just to prove a point so who knows yes sir alright yeah, take man. care guys thank take you bye bye okay. but We're good? yeah that uh Still, I'm 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 still wowed by the Twins beating the Astros. And see, guys, this is why James is so mean. And and people are and and people are probably gonna wonder, oh, why wasn't the Hicks catch game mentioned? The reason why I didn't mention that because poor Michael had to be beaten up by James with the memory of the of the postseason struggles. The guy's, the guy's doing a good thing for charity. Why? Why would he try to make him relive those postseason memories? Those are great memories. I really thought they would be... Not, enough for to him. The for the show. Not, not for him. Uh, well, um, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> this, see, this is why you're a terrible, terrible person in society.
1: I think I'm a great person. I really do. I think I'm a fantastic person.
0: But um, my isn't semantic. I call these are fantastic memories. I like strolling down memory lane. Not I for do. him. Well, listen, Kane builds character. That's all. Well, regardless, tomorrow <laughs> we should definitely have baseball. Maybe not Yankee baseball, but if we do have Yankee baseball. It is Garrett Colgans Max Scherzer. Jordan Montgomery will start next week. That's good. Tanaka should only skip one turn. And Mookie Betts did get that huge contract. I mean, it it's nice to see Jared Carabas upset and in his little girl feelings. I like that. Um, so for every Red Sox uh, fan who thought that, you know, Betts was gonna go back to you, you guys would have thought. Why would he go there? That team is trash. They couldn't even have a winning record over 500 last year at their own stadium, which is horrible. And tomorrow we will have another guest. And, uh, that's right. And we'll also have a guy who works for the Arizona Diamondbacks, another one. And, uh, it, sh- it should be fun. Yep, let's get on out of here. We'll, uh, we oh, and of course, happy, happy birthday to Meredith Marakovitz, an awesome, awesome person on Yes network And uh, hope you had a good day. And go Yankees, race bro. I agree. Um, that's all the time we have.
1: Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow,
0: y'all.